Oh wait, we are recording. <laughs> Boom. So <laughs> a little test for you. <laughs> happy Terror Tuesday, John. Yes, happy Terror Tuesday to you as well, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a bountiful year. <laughs> uh, so for the kids listening, welcome to One Foot on the Ground. Of course, this is Ashley. And this is Johnny. And uh, today is Terror Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> she just took a sip of water. So. I did. I goofed. <laughs> um, and today we are going to be discussing uh, the 1922 silent film Hexen. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Am I? Hex, Hexon? 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 Hex on, hex off. Um, like, is it is it like Texan or Gaston? I don't know. I mean, the two little dots over the A. I don't know what that. How you? How does that pronounce? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't do I don't do German good. It's German, right? No. Is it Swedish? It's Swedish. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Right on. <laughs> anyway, and the uh, other film in our. Uh, Terror Tuesday double feature yeah. is, uh, double <laughs> is um, <laughs> urban uh, legend or legends? Urban legends. I think it's with an S. I urban legend. The... No S. Oh, it, oh, okay. No Did S. Urban that. legend from 1998. 98. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a, what a good time for horror. Am I right? What, I mean, just stellar, stellar <laughs> quality. Uh, we'll get into that. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to, we're going to start chronologically. So let's hit up, let's hit up Paxson. Let's hit up Paxson. Now I will say I did this wrong and I watched them in reverse order. Although I've seen Hexen and urban legend before, um, mm-hmm. Obviously, hacks, and I've seen a little bit more than I've seen urban legend. <laughs> and I'm the other way. <laughs> but um, I, um, yeah, so I watched them out of order, but I, I kept in my brain, like, okay, remember that I'm watching this, talking about this in this order. So, um, first of all, Haxen, it means witch in Swedish. Um, and it's uh, basically witchcraft through the ages is like the subtitle kind of thing for this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe in the recut that happened at some point, they call it witchcraft through the ages. It's not called Haxen. Um, but it has been fully restored and beautified by Criterion and other people, I'm sure. We're probably... Mm-hmm butchering all that those poor people that worked on it uh <laughs> i give criterion the credit because i love criterion but i'm sure they are not the sole people that restored this film anyway so um but yeah it's from 1922 it's directed by uh christian 
Benjamin this, oh Benjamin Christensen. Thank you. Yep. Um, and yeah, but it's basically kind of like a. Um, it's basically how we've treated women through the years. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, it starts off like lecture like, which I kind of dug. Right. Yes. Like, like it was just like, oh, this is uh, depictions of witches throughout the years, and well, it, like it's very like, like because it opens with the title credit that uh, Benjamin Christensen spent two years researching for this film, uh, and so like in the beginning, like it shows you images, and I I loved the little pointer like circling everything to be like in case you oh, missed yeah. it this is where they would put the bodies to <laughs> light the fire <laughs> this is the bodies burning in eternal damnation. yeah yeah uh, these are the sinners getting dunked into the cauldron <laughs> <laughs> no i love that i well it starts off technically it starts off with like um how different cultures um viewed earth and heaven and hell and stuff like that like it yeah. gave you like a like the ancient egyptians believed that there was a gigantic metal canopy that had um the stars were like suspended by ropes and they were just lights. yeah oh and the earth was caved in <laughs> and that yeah the earth was, yeah, it was like, like more like a scooped situation yeah like mountains surrounded where they lived mm -hmm. or whatnot and it was held up by these gigantic pillars the the steel ceiling mm -hmm. um so it kind of he kind of gave you that thing and then like the rings like the the way that medieval people believed everything worked like heaven is out there somewhere i don't know it, yeah yeah earth surrounded by a ring of fire <laughs> and then the ring of fire surrounded by um, like the stars and such in the sky and yeah. then it was like and then it was like the he heavenly circle almost where like the that outer ring was uh like angels and god yeah just like little bits like that yeah i so, dug those maps a lot yeah i thought that was cool i love that he did that and he basically talked about how there has been depictions of devils since early early on Mm -hmm. um, or evil creatures. Um, anyway, so he originally, uh, planned to write this with, uh, historical experts, but that didn't pan out because none of them wanted to make the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he had to do it himself, all the research and whatnot to, to do it. Um, but yeah, it basically does go through all the horrible shit that we've done to women. And it's even funnier, but well, I guess 1921, we had I mean, obviously it's 2021 and we still haven't figured out how to treat women. The, the pay gap? Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but we still haven't done it right. Um, but at least we're not burning them at the stake for being witches anymore. <laughs> yeah, or all the other torture devices that they showed us. <laughs> yeah, the, it was so funny because when I was watching it, I was thinking you know 
Ashley has me watch all these crazy ass movies with all these horrible things in it. And then <laughs> I'm, having, <laughs> I'm having her watch this weird ass silent film that's basically like torture porn. It's like, <laughs> it's like showing you how people were tortured. And like it, at some point it was kind of like, oh, wow, uh, Benjamin, you're really going into this. And then like, He's like, oh, and by the way, let's show you some of the torture devices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the first bit of the movie is very like scholarly. And it's like, here's some depictions of devils. Here are some like scenarios in which like a woman would be prosecuted for being a witch. And just like just different, just different ways people feared evil and then projected it onto these women. <laughs> um and like and how like when they would torture them uh the women they'd be like ah we'll let you go because we know many of you dance in the pale moonlight all naked and shit worshiping the devil and kissing his butt literally kissing his butt uh and uh, <laughs> and they're like oh yeah Susie and anna like whatever stops this torture like here's 10 other women in town exactly um, yeah. and then and then so like the first bit is a bit like scholarly and the next bit is like him just having a good time reenacting these stories. Oh yeah, like just like what the costumes were a delight. Oh, um, they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, just every demon on set, head to toe, perfect. <laughs> fantastic. Even I don't, but I still don't understand um, the one devil that churned butter the whole time. Oh, the one that was master. I'm pretty sure it was just he was masturbating. like a euphemism for like yeah. masturbation, right? <laughs> he's but like he's just off. like he's churning just, like, butter. It, I was so uncomfortable, <laughs> and his tongue was out. Like th- the whole film, the one consistent thing is that if you're if you're stricken by evil, your tongue is now out forever. Your tongue is <laughs> out, just, and it is waggling, darting like around. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, he really did well and benjamin played the devil in the movie and jesus yes and jesus yeah he played them both um the guy <laughs> i liked his his devil i thought it was lovely i did too i think he did a great job <laughs> i i, I you just hear him doing that he yes. probably was just like yeah and watching the the people um in bed and he's just like ah, blah, 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 <laughs> churning his butter <laughs> oh my goodness um, and that's so early in and then there's so much more ridiculous things that happen after that i almost forgot about the butter churning devil oh yeah just yeah like he comes he makes an appearance a couple times it's like, <laughs> just to make sure you know somebody is whacking off somewhere um mm-hmm. but what was i going to say oh yes so i you know like i said like you know you have me watch all these crazy ass movies and i have you watch this thing where mm-hmm. women are literally kissing the devil's anus yeah <laughs> like not cheeks like they're getting up in there and kissing his actual anus hole. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, I forgot about this. Ashley's going to love this. <laughs> I've seen no fewer than 10 women kiss his rear. 
kiss the devil's rear himself <laughs> and i guess that's a, a surefire like oh they are witches if they kiss his anus hole right Which, i mean good lord nowadays with all the anal lingus out there i guess there's millions of devils uh and they're on the internet for everybody to see um (laughs) (laughs) out in plain sight (laughs) out in plain sight doing the devil's work um anyway so yeah um yeah i don't what a time (laughs) what a time what a what a wonderful uh film uh it's hard to talk about it because it's not structured like a normal film it's more like well it's in parts yeah it's in seven parts and it's mostly just vignettes of him showing you, you know, what happened at certain point. Like, this is what it was like for women at this point. This is what it was like for this point. Um, and then at the end, he kind of brings you into modern time. Well, modern as in 1921, modern 22. Yeah. <laughs> where he's telling you that comparing the behavior that was seen and, um, uh, de- uh not depicted um the you- the behavior they prosecuted as a witch yes um more closely relates to uh <laughs> which this also isn't real <laughs> from the 1920s but it was um <laughs> a female hysteria yes he was like ah oh, you you see all these women you called them witches but really it's female hysteria which is also not a which thing, can be but... resolved with like you know marital sex childbirth girl it can no it can be helped with by going to the doctor and having him get you off with a dildo not even kidding that's what dildos were originally made for so (laughs) it's like this is men's solution to to female hysteria was please come into my office where i will (laughs) masturbate you with a dildo i mean that's insane to me that that happened that's nuts that's yeah, crazy. and then they're like, and the, da- the husbands are like, I'm a brilliant doctor. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. Thank you for getting okay. my wife off in your office. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, but um, so many things could also be an indication of hysteria, including infertility. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the interesting thing is, is like, obviously nowadays we have, we have more understanding of, of psychological trauma and stuff like that so a lot of this behavior that still exists to this day i mean obviously it's not hysteria we know that now but there's just a lot of it that's um you know we know what it is now and we can treat it better and you know what yeah. whatnot but um yeah instead of just like cutting off limbs cutting off limbs yeah. or torturing until they say that all their or- friends are witches yeah lobotomizing oh god please don't i hate that i hate it so much um horrifying horrifying i hate it (laughs) um but yeah like let's not do any of that anymore thank you um so i have some facts about the movie that i kind of wanted to read from the imd and the bees um so most of the film was shot in interior studios but he wanted the actors' performances to be um, more dark and ominous, so he had them uh, shoot at night, which was unheard of at the time. 
Um, so he did that. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. Oh, yes, this is fun. So due to uh, the type of emulsion of the film stock used, the blue in many of the actors' eyes did not register and it gave their eyes a glazed, unnatural appearance. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, at the time, this was the most expensive film ever produced in any Scandinavian country. Uh, we already talked about him playing the devil and Jesus. So we already knew that. <laughs> um, although financed by Swedish backers, the film was shot entirely at Benjamin Christensen's uh, old studio in Denmark. I keep thinking of, what is it? Benjamin Christensen. Didn't somebody have the last name Christensen as a movie? Like Hayden Christensen? Well, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one I'm going to kind of just read because it's long, but it's kind of interesting. It says, to achieve the scene in which the witches are flying over the roofs of the town, Benjamin Christensen and cameraman uh, Johan Goodlord, I can't say that last name, photographed a miniature town uh, with each house about two meters in height on an enormous turntable, which operated manually and took the strength of 20 men to operate. Then several costume actors were photographed on broomsticks against the black background uh, to make the heavy costumes ripple in the wind. Christensen brought in an airplane motor. <laughs> a total of 75 witches were photographed, each individually, and a special optical printer was built by the cameraman uh, to put them together. Only about three or four appear on the screen at one time. Uh, the construction of a model town was decided upon after test footage proved the original idea of shooting from a movie train was a bad one. <laughs> as, too many, <laughs> as too many modern structures, uh, structures, not to mention telephone poles were, and wires were unavoidable. Uh, the test footage survives and is superimposed with Christensen seated in a chair acting out the parts of the witches. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. I loved that scene, by the way. Oh, I loved it. It was yeah. like so, I don't know, just delightful. It was the, what do they call it? It was the Sabbath, the witches' Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very freaking cool. Uh, the way that it was because it was it's very um you know like it's all all silent films of the of the time were kind of like this where even if they're kind of normal quote unquote there was always some kind of optical thing that they did that was kind of cool like you right. had to incorporate something cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it was a time to have fun you know, exactly. it's like a new, it's a new thing. It's a new medium. Like, play with it. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Anyway, so that's about all I have for, for Haxon, unless you have anything to add. Oh, I just wrote, I just jotted down so many notes. Nuntung is one of my notes. It's just Nuntung. Nun <laughs> it's when, yeah, because I was like, man, these tugs. And then we enter, um, oh no, what is it called? The, the thing that's full of nuns. It wasn't a convent. 
and uh, Abby. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like nuns and monks and everything. And the nuns, like, I guess a demon's presence was was uh, was there, and they all just start getting getting wild and jetting out those tongues spinning around with crazy looks in their eyes yeah yeah and um and the director later on compares that scene with like one of the nuns um like holding a blade and like doing something she didn't want to do and like how like she was like empty in her eyes he compared it to uh sleepwalkers oh Um, yeah (laughs) a sleepwalking woman who um was fearful of fire but lit fires uh in her sleep and i was like "Mm -hmm." that was somebody he knew yeah someone he knew yeah and so similar so similar (laughs) he was like have you not pity on them look at all these other things and you know what it probably is not the fear, <laughs> not us projecting fear and creating demons. Female hysteria. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That hysteria. hysteria. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Good thing so, you don't have so, it. I know, right? I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> do you think we have ways to you, prevent it now? <laughs> do you think that if you were back then, that they would think that you had hysteria? Maybe because uh, I don't smile a ton. <laughs> oh, they would have sent you straight to that dildo doctor. Like, yeah, well, there was there was a period uh, where, um, like, if women, I guess there would be like a multiple multitude of reasons, but I I, I know uh, a friend of mine's grandmother um, when she was. I don't know in her 20s I guess she was like because you can like you could commit your like wife to an asylum if she wasn't happy <laughs> or like you know doing her performing her like marital duties or like whatever whatever reason you really could come up with and just be like it's hysteria just like it's a witch um like for just not smiling um they so because she wouldn't smile they put um like a like a paper mask like on her like a surgical mask with a smile drawn on it and made her look in the mirror to uh so that she could see like a smile on her face so that she can (laughs) I don't know remember what it's like to smile or just like get that like see that image every day so that she would eventually smile I don't know I don't think that there was a lot of um this is men men came up with this (laughs) Man. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking stupid. Right. And these are supposed to be men that that are smart. <laughs> like Scientists. they went to school for shit. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're dumb. Did you I'm you're stupid. Stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid stuff. Oh my god, there. that's so fucking dumb. <laughs> um ugh, I can't stand it. The stupidity of men. That's what this film is about, the stupidity of men. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it had like it had like a lot of, I don't know, like the director. I I kind of dug the director because you could really like ob- he was obviously very involved because he like he like set himself up in the beginning. He's like, listen, I did the work. But he also was like, here are women I know. Here's this woman I um I picked up off the street who is ugly and old. <laughs> like, yeah, she was a flower. Uh, she was selling flowers. 
on a street mm-hmm. corner. And that's where he found her. Yes. And there were some um there were some quotes that I really like enjoyed. Like um, it was dangerous to be old and ugly, but it wasn't safe to be young and pretty either. <laughs> so basically you're fucked. Yeah, like like just just don't be a woman. Don't be a woman <laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, because mostly the old and ugly women were afflicted with uh they were they were the typical ones to be um to be witches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, young and pretty women could be witches too. Seriously, so. like Belle, <laughs> Belle from Beauty and the Beast, girl, watch out. You're too smart. <laughs> They're gonna burn your ass in that town square. <laughs> right on so that much. fountain you love reading on. <laughs> <laughs> wash away your ashes um <laughs> yeah or um the monk the monk who had like <laughs> lustful thoughts um and they were like all right well she's a witch there's no other there's no other way, to, no explain other it. way to explain that <laughs> this this dude is getting an erection she is a witch like are you yeah. fucking kidding me <laughs> um and then he also like whipped himself and that scene was weird and i don't know if it was that it was because it was the actor or what but like i was like why is he like enjoying this so much am i also watching him essentially churn butter <laughs> with the with the whipping of himself because he um he had lustful thoughts it was just like he he seemed to very much enjoy it was it the younger guy or the middle-aged one? It was the younger, the younger guy. Because the, the younger guy, guy who had the the other yeah. guy, the younger guy also. Because I felt I I wasn't paying attention for part of it. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it before, <laughs> but I, you know, men doing stupid things, I wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> wasn't because the younger guy was was whipped by the other guy at one point. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. some. What do you call that? Um, there's a term for it when you do it to yourself. Yeah, I know Is what you're talking self-mortification, about self-mortification. I think. Mm, I perhaps. think that's what it is. Um, but yeah, it's um, it was common. It's not unusual for that to happen. But and right. I, I would have a thing like I, I, I think that people probably did get off on it. <laughs> And when that guy was being whipped by the other guy, same thing. I thought, God, this guy's enjoying this way too much. And then he's like, why yes. did you stop? Ooh. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> he actually does say that. Well, I mean, in subtitles, yeah. but <laughs> he's like, why yeah, did and you then stop? We- <laughs> I'm not purified yet. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a flagellation, by the way. Self-flagellation. Okay. Uh, you're flogging yourself yes yes okay um, but yeah but then we cut to the older monk who who was like it must be a witch it must be a fucking witch and meanwhile these two guys over here are having their own little like private thing the older monk goes out and finds the woman and he's like you're a witch and she's like no i'm not and he was like i'll prove it cry <laughs> and she just, like doesn't cry and he was like see and the, oh i know it's like yeah yeah which is logic which is, is so can't, fucking can't cry yeah well and that's but the then other she thing, cries like, later and he's like it's her spit <laughs> it's her spit she secretly put spit on her face to make it look like she's crying duh 
It's like Haven't you're you damned if witch? you do and you're damned if you don't with these witches. <laughs> yes. it's, like, it's like all the tests that they had to find out if you're a witch. It's like, well, either way, you're dead. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, matter. Well, we'll let her sink and if she dies we'll um well oh what did, what did she, they say well thank god we'll thank god for the mercy or some shit well yeah some, it's like, like that, it was yeah. something like that where it basically if she drowns she wasn't a witch mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but if she floats or whatever it is and, and is survives then oh she's she's a witch and she'll be burned so it's like Either way, she's dead, you assholes. <laughs> Fucking pieces <laughs> of shit. Like, you're just killing women for the sake of killing women. And you have to wonder, like, did these people really believe it? Or did they just enjoy killing ladies? It's probably, like, so they probably just really enjoyed, like, the power. What I Like, there's got to be some people who enjoyed, like, the power bit. And uh, didn't necessarily believe in witches, but wanted to. Otherwise, they're a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like they have to, they, like, they have to believe, you know? They want to believe so that they don't have to believe that they're a piece of shit who, like, loves torturing people. <laughs> who uh, makes them sit on, in a chair and light a fire under them with that spiky collar around their neck. So when they flail about, they, uh, they like knock their neck into the spikes oh god it's so fucking horrible yeah (laughs) that's only suited for a witch so you know always forgiven if you thought it was a witch oh of course course. not just your neighbor (laughs) oh it makes me mad yeah um but you know yeah so men are shit uh (laughs) we we come to that (laughs) conclusion a lot (laughs) (laughs) yes on this podcast it's a reoccurring theme (laughs) it's a reoccurring theme and i wonder why maybe it's because it's true yeah Uh, it's just i don't know all this evidence (laughs) there's a lot of evidence stacked up against you yeah Um, i do want to i did write peacock in my notes and that is because toward the end when we see the devil and um the different forms like the different beastly forms uh he can be in one of those forms was a peacock and i did not know a peacock was like a beast like like a devil's beast and then oh, in the next that. no me, yeah it's, it's too pretty i guess uh and in the next frame there was a little devil riding a peacock through the sky oh yeah and, and I really, really, really dug it. And I need to look more into to peacocks and their Honestly, evil, I think peacocks are, um, like, we think of them as very beautiful birds and all that kind of stuff. Because they are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very pretty. But <laughs> very they showy. are not nice birds. Like, <laughs> seriously, you, I, yeah. I've heard that many times. Like, don't, don't get near a peacock because it'll fuck you up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry um so yeah beware of the peacocks because they're the devil's birds for sure uh uh, so um any final thoughts on Haxon? i dug it i'm glad you did i was i thought you might but i was like oh maybe maybe she'll hate it totally hate it (laughs) um 
Yeah, I really yeah, like this yours. one. Um, my final thoughts are, I loved it since the first time I watched it. Uh, when I owned the VHS way back in the day, and I bought it because I like the cover. <laughs> of course, the cover. <laughs> criterion. Good. The cra- There's the a original, lot of solid imagery. Yeah, the original Criterion cover with mostly just the font. Uh, that was really freaking cool. Um, <clears throat> the newer Criterion cover for the Blu-ray uh, restoration is also very lovely. It has the devil like standing there, like, "Hey, girl, I'm gonna." <laughs> I'm going to let you kiss my anus booty hole. There we are. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to bless seductive. you with my rump. My rump. They should have <laughs> just put the rump on the cover. Ladies kissing Ooh. his asshole. There were many images of women kissing his butt. Oh, yeah. There was a lot. Do you think he enjoyed that? <laughs> 1,000%. Um. So anyway, I, I, yeah, I, I love this one. I think it's, I, I was more, um, I mean, obviously it's, it's just a cool watch. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just an interesting thing to watch historically, but it's also just kind of cool that he gathered this information to present to you, even though, you know, female hysteria is not really a thing, but it's also just an interesting documentation of maybe them trying to understand things a little bit more it's not like yes like hysteria wasn't going to be the final be all thing but it's like at least he's trying to move forward and say okay well you know there are issues and we probably shouldn't look at them like this and (laughs) i thought that was kind of cool and i was like dude you were almost there you had all those pieces you were talking about fear. You were talking about the way evil is depicted. And then you landed on hysteria. <laughs> but I mean, the only thing I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, defend him too highly. Right. It's also time, 1922. It wasn't like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not like that is just what they believed at the time. Kind of like the people in the past, like, it's kind of a tricky exactly thing. like people in the past exactly like people in the past yeah like you can't exactly <laughs> um condemn him too much because that's just what was commonly believed at the time um, right obviously things change and hopefully he lived long enough to see some of that change um i don't know when he died but you know hopefully he lived at least until the 40s because they had a re-release of it in the 40s so yeah the, and he he had a commentary on it did he i did not know that i'm pretty sure there there's a there's a version with a commentary with him and i was like oh girl yeah. i'm gonna have to watch that shit yeah i didn't know that it's probably on my blu-ray <laughs> it probably I didn't is. even watch it <laughs> sorry uh <laughs> That would have been a good thing to watch before the podcast. Anyway, uh, that's, so <laughs> that's really funny because I definitely own Urban Legend <laughs> on DVD, and I I didn't stay at my house. Um, I stayed somewhere else last night, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" And so I went <laughs> to go rent it off because it's not streaming. <laughs> it is. It's on Tubi. Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't like ads (laughs) i didn't have the patience for them yeah honestly i think it improved the the movie when i watched it but we'll get into that played so hard like a tv show (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like, it did. <laughs> it, it, I meant to. I meant to look if it had television writers. It, it, it felt so much like '90s, like TV. <laughs> it did. Um, we'll get but... into that. We'll get into that. So, <laughs> oh, shit. What was I saying? Oh, so I had the option to rent Urban Legend for three ninety nine or buy it in HD for four ninety nine, and I was mad because obviously I'm just gonna buy it <laughs> for, a for a dollar more. more yeah. And so I own it digitally now, and I have a hard copy, and it didn't need to be this way. <laughs> no, but like obviously I made my own choices. I understand. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. So, um, do we rate at the end of the whole podcast, or do we rate? I can't remember how we do that. Are we rating hacks uh, now? We can rate Hacks and now. Let's rate it now. Seven. I was gonna say, I was gonna say seven or seven, or, seven and a half, maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I do enjoy it. Um, it's yeah. It's, it's a good. delight. And all the costumes, like I'm gonna be posting pictures. It's how, definitely how fun. How fun to watch a woman birth demons that are larger than her. Oh, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I love that. That was one of the first things she confessed to when they were torturing her. She's like, oh, by yeah. the way, I gave birth to many of the devil's children. And then they showed like, oh, shit. Oh, like, she did. Like full grown monsters. Full grown monsters out coming of out of her vagina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, seven. Seven, oh, seven and a half. I'm going to give it seven and a half. Um, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, is there anything you'd recommend? Yeah, well, we are doing a double feature, John. <laughs> I know. Uh, I we still do recommend. Like urban I can't legend. remember. <laughs> <laughs> double features, uh, typically, they should pair together. <laughs> and I would say if you liked this, um, what's his name? Ooh, I'm getting his name, but The Witch with Anna Taylor Joy. I can't remember oh, the, yes. uh, the director's name for whatever yes, reason. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but he did the lighthouse as well. I uh, agree with you. Which is super good. And the witch also was um homeboy, like did his research before uh making that film to make sure like the language is correct and like and rubbing baby paste on her back so that she can fly. She yeah, just like little bits like that. So I would say. The witch would be it would have been a better pairing, but for this double feature, I was leaning more toward the folklore aspect of it. Yes, and I actually think it technically works. Uh, Urban legend, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> so, um, I agree with your recommendation, and I double down on that. But now let's move on to dun dun dun. Oh urban legend 1998, 1998. um <clears throat> so yeah, with uh jared leto <laughs> yeah. jared leto, i alicia absolutely witt. forgot he was there mm -hmm. rebecca gayhart rebecca gayhart which um we'll have to talk about her i mean we're going to but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah now's I, the time now's the time to do it um i don't recall anything else she's ever done like rebecca gayhart yeah what else has she been in she, uh, first of all she, she's uh she was not in it wasn't valentine was it uh jawbreaker she was in jawbreaker oh 
Okay. Uh, and, uh, I guess Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a recent was a recent one. She was in that? Who did she play in that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Booth. I don't recall that at all. Uh, um, but she was also in uh, Dead Like Me. The show? Mm-hmm. Oh. I've seen that. I don't remember her. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's because she looks too much like um what's oh my goodness, what's her name? Carrie Russell. No, I don't think she does. I thought she looked more like Michelle Pfeiffer. Huh? Well, you, yeah, I can see at that the too. time a younger Michelle Pfeiffer, but um uh, well, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Michelle's older than her, I'm guessing maybe <laughs> uh, I hope <laughs> after saying that um we'll get into that but um yeah and she was so, also a nip tuck did you watch nip tuck no I didn't see that I didn't like oh. it I my ex watched it and I hated it because <laughs> it was just typical thing for him to watch that kind of shit and I was like fuck you anyway yeah. so I've, I've had a bad there's... taste about that show because that. <laughs> right on there's like there's a lot of um familiar faces in, oh, in this, this movie, movie but absolutely yeah like michael rosenbaum who was uh lex luther in smallville like it was killing me while i was watching i was like why who why do i know all, why do i know these people he's a he's a god he's the asshole He's the guy with the dog. Oh. Oh, okay. Right. I was trying to figure out what he was from, too. I never saw the Lex Luthor, Luthor situation. Um, but I did see an article posted recently that said that he is still the best Lex Luthor, apparently. Oh. Um, they rank them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best um, well yeah well i mean if they're gonna if they're gonna rank the supermans yeah i guess that makes sense um anyway he's considered the best but no he was he's definitely been in something around the same time because he seems so familiar and i forgot to look him up because i'm he that was guy in like something recently or around the time no, no, no around the time 1998 yeah yeah definitely <sighs> definitely know him from something um that i would have seen a bit because i don't you know i wouldn't watch this movie too many times Uh, (laughs) in fact i've only seen it twice i that's it um yeah i don't i don't really care for it um (laughs) jason made me watch it um well i think around the time we first started seeing each other maybe of course sounds about right um or well maybe it was a little after that but um yeah i was just not not into it yeah and for anyone who hasn't seen the movie urban legend oh yes i'm sorry slasher it's a slasher of the 90s so it's very much like i know what you did last summer except the whole the whole thing is that the the killer is killing people um in a fashion similar to different urban legends Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's like the scratching on top of a car um 
you know, and like, I guess the boyfriend's hung. Uh, there's, oh my goodness, why is it so hard to, to think about them? Uh, oh, the dog in the microwave, uh, the scream on the song, um, Roller Coaster of Love. So somebody like, like Tara Reed dies. Tara Reed's also in this. Uh, oh, yeah, Tara, Tara Reed <laughs> dies like while screaming on the radio um, where other people can hear her, uh, but no one can save her. Oh, I got it. <clears throat> he was a midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. <laughs> Does it feel better now? Yes, thank you. I was like, I know that guy wrote something. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Um, killer in the backseat. Mm-hmm. The, someone Which in the is the first seat. murder we see. It is. And it's like, it, that one's also like the saddest one. Because it's like, <laughs> this woman is fearful of this dude who just has a speech impediment and he's like trying to tell her that there's someone in the back seat but obviously he wants to remove her from the situation so he tells her that like her, the credit card company is on the phone and they want to talk to her so she goes in and nobody's on the phone and he's got a stutter and he's trying to say someone's in the back seat but uh you know she's unwilling to listen she's already freaked out and she pepper sprays him and Poor then gets guy. decapitated yeah yeah she she gets decapitated but to be fair not nothing against stutter because you know that's not that's not a quality that ensures you're a killer but the Mm -hmm. actor that they chose to play him (laughs) he's notorious for being like a you know like a not so kind of i wouldn't say bad guy but he always plays like a creepy dude in movies um even in alien resurrection he's creepy and he's like obsessed with letting this alien give birth to her newborn and he's excited that he's going to be sacrificed for this thing i'm like dude you're fucking crazy um so they picked an actor that and i feel like about the time that this movie came out he would have been known for that kind of character so I think right. they did it on purpose to make to sure that like the audience man. was also not going to be in the loop, so to speak. Like we right. assumed he was the creepy killer because we've seen him be creepy many times before. <laughs> in fact, yes. in fact, resurrection was 97, right? So this came out after that. So we knew him as that creepy dude in that too, before this. Um so I wrote notes. <laughs> I wrote notes for this movie. Perfect. Let's hear them. Um, the first thing was the opening credits. If that's not like a Tim Burton, Danny Elfman type opening, I don't it know what very, it is. It was very Burton. It was. It was weird. It was like if Burton was told to get rid of all of his like flashy like visual like well, even the snow stuff. you know what the i mean snow. we had seen the snow in batman return so it's like mm-hmm. um did, we've seen this and it, i i was like did they do that on purpose like i couldn't figure out if, if that was supposed to be on purpose or not i don't know it was weird yeah and then like the even just like the way the camera settles it also reminded me of um like the opening the beetlejuice like okay. how it yeah. travels across and it comes down and it like goes into the car or what have mm-hmm. you it felt like very like 
I don't know. I'm like, I'm like these are weird feelings that I didn't feel the first time I watched it, obviously, because I was a child. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, honestly, I don't remember the opening when I saw it with Jason. Maybe he fast forwarded yeah. through the credits. <laughs> Maybe you just weren't paying attention. Know. Probably wasn't. <laughs> um, then the girl starts singing Total Eclipse of the Heart in the car, which of course is a song uh, written by Jim Steinman. And it's performed by Bonnie Tyler, the amazing Bonnie Tyler. Uh, But every time you see this, and I don't know if this is like a normal thing, but every time you see somebody singing along to a song in a movie, especially Total Eclipse of the Heart, which weirdly has happened many times, including like uh, Kate Blanchett sang along with it while crying hysterically in her car in bandits (laughs) so it's like why is this always like the driving in the car singing along thing anyway but they always sing it like slightly off do you know what i mean like why does that happen like i sing along perfectly to the lyrics i don't i don't know why this is not a thing that everybody does like is that just normal for everybody else isn't it normal to think that you're doing things well and you're actually not maybe or maybe oh, but I am you know, doing like, it well. she doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe the idea is that, I don't know, they're human. They're not, they're, they can't compete with Bonnie Tyler or Barbra Streisand no. or whoever, you know? No, they can't. And also the song in this one, I thought it was mostly so that she could be like, turn around. And there's somebody behind her. Oh, look at you. Turn around. It was telling her the whole time. It was foreshadowing. Very yeah. yeah, nicely it's done. like imagine being in the audience and you're like, turn around. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and also uh, my next note right after Total Eclipse of the Heart. Uh, uh-huh, of course. This first murder made absolutely no sense. It made no sense going through her neck, but also the window, also the window. And also she was driving. The car was moving. And then all of a sudden <laughs> yes. it just wasn't like, it's not like she <laughs> slammed the brakes. Cause if she did, that killer would have gone through the fucking windshield. Like right. <laughs> it made absolutely no sense. And based on the, you know, the rain and the heart and the stuff. And of course, you know, it's a movie. So there's always a tree nearby that you're going to crash into. So I don't understand how that killer thought that that was a logical thing to do to begin with. Like, you just don't do it. You just don't do it. Anyway, that's the first stupid thing that happened in this movie. Um, Now, so then we meet um, like all the rest of the main characters, basically, I think in in the next part, Uh, we get Alicia Witt coffee shop their insane coffee shop that i love so much i mean it's a little too big because you can hear how it echoes and it's a little awkward um mm-hmm. but i just love that kind of coffee shop it's very 90s very friends very like we've got to have a cool ass coffee shop with beatniks in yeah. it or even um, like a buffy the vampire slayer yes there's a lot of like reminiscence of buffy yes oh yeah the whole movie except buffy mm-hmm. was better um yeah well everything it references is better yeah absolutely but yeah the coffee shop for sure was a highlight of this movie uh i i I liked when they were in the coffee shop 
because uh, I would like to also sit there. But you also have to think about like, we're always just like in Friends, like <laughs> they're always sitting at that couch in that coffee mm-hmm. shop. Um, I will say, a side note to Friends, there have been some things pointed out about that. First of all, there was an episode where they walked in and people were sitting on the couch. So they walked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but somebody pointed out that if you ever watch the show again, to always look at the table because it'll say reserved. Yes. So it's like they always called a reserve or something to make sure that they were sitting there, which is why they're always sitting at the couch which I thought was kind of funny. I was like, oh, okay. I'll give you that mm-hmm. one. You you nerds looking at every single thing happening everywhere. Um, good for you. Now watch this movie and tell me everything you see in this movie that's wrong. Because uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot. Um, so the tech. Next, I want to talk about the tech. We've got this old ass computer which I'm sure everybody, well, everybody my age or your age probably remembers like that gigantic fucking heavy monitor on a swivel thing. It was like a tube. It's just insane. It's so fucking huge. And I remember having tons of these things and it's the tiniest screen. It's like, (laughs) it's like an iPad size. Like, I mean, yeah. But there's iPads that are bigger. <laughs> there are, there are. Yeah. Um, just ridiculous. And then, of course, the phones. Um, did they have cell phones in this? I can't remember. Did I... anybody have one? No. no Wait a minute. Yes. They, had, they had caller ID. No, somebody had a cell phone. Who had a cell phone? It was. Was it, was it the bl- No, not was the his house guy. Phone? No, not the blonde guy. It was uh, the teacher. Robert England? Yes, because it rang in the back seat, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, we just gave that away. Sorry, guys. Uh (laughs) Also, the blonde guy, Dawson's Creek. What's his name? Joshua Jackson. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention he was in this. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Loretta Devine's also in this. I absolutely fucking love her. She's my favorite part of the whole movie, but we've got lots to say about that. Hold on. <laughs> um, so Joshua Jackson, Jason would kill me if I didn't mention this because he told me this the other day that the reason he has the bleach blonde hair in this movie is because he also filmed Cruel Intentions at the same time and he had the bleach blonde hair for that movie. So, oh, okay. of course, Jason loves that movie. I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get into that when we do Dangerous Liaisons. Um, anyway, so, but I just, I love the tech. I think, I think it's so much fun to see what we were living with at the time. Because I remember there was a shot of the girl on her computer, the roommate, which that whole thing is ridiculous too. But anyway. Which- also the roommate danielle harris who was in another movie that we have not posted yet but uh don't tell mom the babysitter's dead she was the little girl did we record that we did not record it john oh he's talking about it every time you're like we haven't recorded that yet i'm like no john 
I'm sorry. I just, I'm like, did we do but, that? I can't remember. Yeah, no, she's also in a, like other horror movies like Hatchet and okay. Wish Upon a Star. Not a horror, but. Good for you. Good for you. Getting those gigs. <laughs> um, no, but I just love that they showed her at the computer with a big ass computer screen and all that kind of shit. But then they also have Alicia, I guess it's Alicia's laptop sitting there. And it's like, it's like when Chandler Bing got a laptop on Friends and it's like this massively awkward box looking thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just so awkward compared to what we have now it's just i love seeing that kind of stuff in movies and shows i think i loved that um danielle harris was using her computer solely for like chat room purposes oh absolutely her her goth chat room yes i was disappointed um, that they didn't have screen names (laughs) oh yeah they should have um, yeah yeah but i loved um and i love that alicia witt was trying to use the phone and she couldn't because the girl was on the computer yeah because uh, it was dial up <laughs> dial up so back in the day kids <laughs> if you're young i <laughs> you don't know what the hell we're talking about back in the day you'd have to use your phone line to dial into the internet and so if you were on the internet you couldn't use your phone at the same time unless you had a dedicated line which eventually people did eventually do they would have like a line yeah. for their computer and a line for their telephone well yeah and that's, what, and that's what we have today <laughs> <laughs> and that's we still have those lines today uh, now we just have the internet that's just oddly taking over the world and we use it for every fucking thing ever in the creating but unlimited to recording and distributing this podcast this podcast yes um that's why it's called a podcast because it originally was for ipods Ooh, how weird <laughs> <laughs> so crazy um <laughs> i love it so much um so there's that um let's see what do we have next what do you have next? Oh, John? yeah. So next we got the Joshua Jackson taking Alicia Witt into the woods uh, to mm-hmm. park and make out. But of course, first of all, I couldn't figure out because maybe I missed something. Why in the world was she going out with this guy? Like, did she did she know that he was going to try to park and take her somewhere to make out? Yeah, I don't. It just seemed odd that she was suddenly in the car with him alone and they were parking somewhere. I was like, were they on a date? I couldn't figure that out. I I think they were kind of sort of on a date. It was very awkward. I don't I don't know. And the way he looked, he was like, he tried to like dupe her into like boning, was telling him that like his ex-girlfriend died. God. Uh, she had oh and I I I love when he was like, she had um uh, syndrome. <laughs> and Alicia was like, oh, okay. So he couldn't, he couldn't come up with any fake anything. He just said syndrome. Syndrome, idiot. <laughs> she had syndrome. <laughs> so stupid. And then basically he's, I mean, oh my God. If you want to look at an example of how men are to women, watch that scene because it's so fucked up it's like do you really think that women need a man no you you piece of garbage i'm glad you're dead in this movie 
Um, <laughs> this is basically where he dies. But I would like to say that, so <clears throat> being a, a man myself with a penis, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily interested in boning down with Alicia Witt, although I do like her. Um, <laughs> if you are at all going to bone down or you think that you might, which, I mean, he has the kind of ego that he probably thought he would. So after he gets turned down beautifully by Alicia Witt, um, he's like, Ugh, well, we'll go, but I have to pee first. Like you have to. Well, she's having. Um, well, he also gave her time to like rethink her decision oh, while he took a break. leak. <laughs> but, um, but my thing is, is like if you, if you suspected that the boning down was going to happen, you would want to pee first. You wouldn't sit there. And, I mean, you can technically do it. It's horribly uncomfortable if you have a full bladder and need to pee the whole time. And it's almost like, can we please get this done quickly? Because I have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) So it's stupid to me that he would have to pee so badly that he'd get out of the car in the middle of the fucking woods to go pee. Like, I mean, has he ever watched any movie ever? Don't ever do that. He was giving her time to rethink her actions. No, he's just stupid. He didn't have to to pee. Well, that too, (sighs) for sure. And so, and what a what a delight hanging him and attaching him to the bumper of the car and just uh, making her kill him. Yeah, basically. Or him. well, I mean, obviously she didn't know, so she wouldn't be found guilty. But she would have a lot of guilt after this if she knew. <laughs> oh, girl, we're gonna talk about guilt and her stupidity soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because there's just so much wrong like, with this movie. Um, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I don't enjoy this movie, uh, <laughs> but I wrote a lot of good things here. So my next note is I love the security guard because I fucking do Renee, mm-hmm. um, who is played by what did, I can't remember her name now. Loretta Divine. Loretta Divine. Thank you. And um, uh, her name was Reese, Reese Wilson. What did movie. I say? Did you write down Renee? Did I write down Renee? Embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't write anything down. I just came up with that. I don't know where. Uh, <laughs> oh, even uh, better. <laughs> even better. I just assumed her name was Renee. Um, anyway, I'm bad with names. Anyway, who cares? So I love her. Love her. And I have to say, when I first watched this movie, I was like, I swear to God, if she gets killed in this fucking movie... I'm going to have a nervous breakdown and turn it off because <laughs> not about it. Not about that. Um, is this the, is this the point where she runs into the security office or is it a different time? Who, Alicia Witt? Yeah. Is it after his death that she, she runs into the office? Yeah, and she's like, hi, he's been murdered. And they're like, all right, show us. And the car is not there. Oh, yeah, okay, it was, yeah. it was. Okay, well, I just love that she was, um, Loretta Devine, she was like watching, was it Foxy Brown? And Yes, and she was like. <laughs> she's like practicing along, pulling out like, her gun, pulling out mm-hmm. her gun being Foxy Brown. I love, I fucking love that. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, 
I wrote a note and I can't read it, but it has LOL at the end of it. <laughs> oh, it's when she goes to, cause she's, so after the death of Joshua Jackson, of course his body's missing. Nobody knows where the hell he is. They just like, oh, he's right. probably out skiing or something. Like he had okay. plans on it for a, a skiing trip. Well, whatever. Um, everyone. <laughs> I mean, this is before cell phones, I guess, technically, sort of. I mean, not there were some cell phones. But yeah, but it wasn't abnormal to not have one. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. It was it wasn't the norm to have a cell phone at this point in time. So it's not like they could call his cell phone and be like, or text him, hey, uh, Joshua Jackson with the ugly blonde hair, um, are you still alive? I'm sure the killer would have just texted back, I'm good, I'm on a ski trip. Um, but they didn't do that. So so after all this, she kind of, Alicia Witt kind of puts together that this is urban legends, which by the way, we, going back before, because um, the professor, which is played by Richard uh, England, is that his name? Robert England. Robert. Robert England. <laughs> really good at like names. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I know. And I, I will say this, like, I remember back in the, the day when Freddy was like a big deal and, and everything, and um, he was going to be in a movie as himself or something. I can't remember what it was. Maybe he was a, it might have been a, a TV guide interview or something. And <laughs> My mom was like, oh, he's much less attractive as, as his self. <laughs> and I was like, what? And, and the guy with, with like me. burns and knives for fingers. I was yeah. like, um, no, I think he's actually quite handsome, to be honest. I don't want to sound weird, but uh, I think he's a handsome fellow. I thought he looked good as the professor. Yeah. Um, my mom said the same thing about Ron Perlman because he played the beast on the television show, Beating the Beast. Mm-hmm. And, but she watched obsessively and um, she was like, oh my God, he does not look as good if he's not the beast. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure everybody <laughs> said that about the one that was animated too, but I thought he was way more attractive as human. Dreamy. Anyway, um, so yeah, so he's the professor, and I love him as a professor, but I also thought this was the point where our tie-in for the double feature really worked, because I felt like, oh, it's kind of like we're watching yeah. Witchcraft Through the Ages. He's the, It was he's, exactly like the beginning. Yeah, Benjamin Christensen <laughs> is yeah. telling us about the mm-hmm. things throughout the ages. Anyway, so, um, but anyway, so then she goes to the library because she figures out that he's all based on urban legends. So she goes to the library, the creepy library in the middle of the night. And all, <laughs> although I, there's so many things that bother me about this movie. So she goes into this library in the middle of the night, right? Like it's a public library, obviously, or something, which I, I don't understand that quite because I'm like- It's like the school library, right? Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure my school library wasn't open 24 hours a day, but whatever, not the point. Maybe it is in New England. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you're you yourself alicia witt are in the library in the middle of the night and then she gets spooked by every sound that happens like hello is someone there well you're there so somebody else could be there studying you idiot like why is it creepy all of a sudden just because you think you should be alone in the library other people mm-hmm. are probably there if you yourself are in the library it's not like you broke in 
and was like, with your credit card, which I also get into that later. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> or in like a restricted access area. It's just like in Harry Potter the library. It's, like, it's not, it's not like that, ma'am. So there could be other people there. Just assume that there are, cause it's a library that people go to. And why are you freaked out? Uh, anyway. So then she goes and pulls out the encyclopedia of urban legends. <laughs> like because that's an encyclopedia that every library has i mean maybe there there's a professor at this school that has a heavy focus in urban legends so maybe he was like well we got to get them books my kids got to study you trying to give this logic okay (laughs) I mean, I'll let you have it, but I'm saying that was the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my life. Like even the way that it looked, it's it so was convenient. Like, it's so <laughs> conveniently stupid. And it has like the UL, like it's <laughs> like a logo. <laughs> like, is this, was this them trying to do a franchise? And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, please God, no. John, I John, know first of all, speaking of, no, 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 not just the sequel. Oh. When I was looking up, um, Loretta Divine. Uh, there's a uh, a pre-production credit for Urban Legends where she reprises her role as Reese. Her and Rebecca Gayhart are going to be in it, <laughs> what, and it's somehow a new one that's tied to like social media, of course. Oh God! I mean, it would be fun to see them with cell phones these days. Although I, I say this about a lot of these movies, like. You have to become smarter than the technology available because in this time, if any of these people had cell phones, none of this would be happening. But nowadays we find new ways to kill people (laughs) (laughs) with the technology that we have. Um, Anyway, so, (laughs) which I find hysterical, even the Muppets, I was watching Muppets Haunted Mansion and Gonzo was FaceTiming with Kermit. I was like, I mean, this is just where we're at now. (laughs) that's what's going on um (laughs) it was perfectly acceptable and normal um so yeah so you got the damn encyclopedia of urban legends i can't with that crap it was so stupid um i will say um when i was in middle school i had um a an instructor that really encouraged me writing I used to write a lot when I was a when I was a youth and I um I guess surprise surprise I wrote a lot of horror shorts for like class anytime he gave us a prompt I would make make it horrific uh but I there was a period of time where I was into like urban legends and things like that and this this movie reminded me of that of that time Go ahead. You, why are you wiggling your finger? Are you going to speak? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to cough really bad. Oh, uh, and I, I swallowed my water. Up. No, I wanted you to pause because I didn't want <laughs> I could cut out the cough. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't want to cough over your story. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was giving you a hard time. No, that was that that was it. That was it. Um and uh you know little ashley looked at that urban legend encyclopedia and was like where do i find that <laughs> <laughs> i need that encyclopedia 
Yeah. Um, they don't sell that door to door, which that's something they did back in the day, <laughs> oh kids. Oh my goodness. Encyclopedia Britannica, they come to your door. <laughs> mm-hmm. They sell um, you a letter at a time. Yeah. Like Joey on Friends. Um, <laughs> he bought the one volume. Mm-hmm. And then was mad that none of their conversations included anything. It started with the letter B or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, moving on to the next kill, which is, oh, <laughs> this, is, this is this is one of my least favorite kills in the movie. This is when Alicia comes home to her dorm room and oh (laughs) (laughs) and she she had been warned previously like to shut the light off because her roommate was having sex when she came home like the the goth the goth girl um and then the the girl clearly has no issue having sex in front of her roommate um because she just continued to bang her dude in her bed while yeah it was just about about whether or not she could see her roommate watching i don't know yeah i yeah i don't i really don't think she cares it's, much. yeah i think i think she just like found an opportunity to be a bitch <laughs> and that was it but it's it's also um <laughs> jason is signaling to me things that that girl's done which you, you brought up a couple of the, the goth girl. Like as she, is he is he saying that she's from Wish Upon a Star? <laughs> he's saying she was in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad and yeah, uh, some Halloween things. But she was recently on the Connors. And he, he did a gesture to indicate she's the one that died. <laughs> it was really funny. I was like, oh yeah, that was her. Uh, she looks good, by the way. Uh, for those out there. <laughs> now that yeah, i know that that was her still, she still looks young yeah she does yeah it's, she it's, does it's wild yeah it's creepy because yeah, she they did um she they, had been on roseanne back in the day and they showed yeah. clips of it and i was like dude that woman has held up real well she looks good but <laughs> you said no not her that was it's supposed to be rebecca rebecca gayhart's going to be in the new one right yes yeah, okay. Danielle Harris died. John, we're talking about her death now. Oh, true. I guess there could be yes. a flashback. I mean, there could be a flashback to when she's goth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, this 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 death was ridiculous because, I mean, even though, I guess, spoilers, this person's killing people to torture Alicia Witt, but. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being the killer in this situation? Like this girl comes in, you're strangling somebody on a bed and she just goes over and puts her headphones on and goes to sleep so that you can continue killing someone. Like, like, what do you do? Like, I mean, let's say that this person wasn't there to torture Alicia Witt and she was just murder. He was just murdering somebody. He or she was murdering somebody. (laughs) And um, you know what I mean? Like, what do you do if you're the killer? Like, do you also kill Alicia Witt or do you just leave the room like they did? <laughs> I think, I think if they really wanted to torment 
like like this person's uh, plan has got to go perfectly in order for the torment to work on alicia witt you know yeah meaning like essentially essentially the killer wants alicia witt to feel crazy like the killer is like almost like meta gaslighting her yeah like letting her see them or like yeah and like being like oh no like hiding the body of uh joshua johnson so they're like no he's on a trip yeah whatever (laughs) i agree with you and uh (laughs) like he's on a trip or she killed herself because she's depressed because she's on lithium well Um, that's so jason did come in here and he typed out something for me to share with all of us of course he um, did. <laughs> <laughs> it was um when when they're going in there the paramedics to like wheel her out like they're going in there with the gurney and the one girl with the bloody sheet no no no. that's after oh. that's when they're taking oh, her out sorry. but when they're going in to collect the body um mm-hmm. one of the girls says be sure to check her pulse because she's looked like that for years <laughs> <laughs> which is so fucked up <laughs> like what a bitchy girl <laughs> oh i'm glad he brought that up because that was horribly funny that, that's also uh, like those those mean ass comments that you would get from um oh, oh what's her nuts from uh she's all that like just like the little Oh, this it just it's like absolutely awful comments but it's also kind of funny oh yeah just yeah. um uh trashy trashy humor yes um oh crap yeah I'm so yeah bad. homegirl invites like it says she's gonna meet up with uh this person in this goth chat room to go bone down and uh i really liked when i liked that execution of danielle harris being like what apartment am i meeting you in and she goes and gets ready and she comes back to see uh where she was headed and it just says yours but for whatever reason the reply yours was flashing (laughs) no (laughs) other text was flashing and the killer like why (laughs) your super techie nerd to know how to do mm-hmm. the flashing text in those kind yeah. of chat rooms like you had to know the code to make mm-hmm. it do that so that's like that's, that's pretty smart i don't think that this yeah. killer would actually have known how to do that if we're going to get into the the logic of all this <laughs> because yeah, now that we I know who the killer like, is at the end of the movie flair. i don't think that she <laughs> sorry spoiler she <laughs> we're spoiling all this it's, by the it's way rebecca gayhart it's, rebecca like, gayhart. it's fine uh, <laughs> <laughs> i kind of like that 20 years old <laughs> yeah i kind of do like that she um she was the one doing all this um only because i think most people would assume that a woman couldn't do it do you know what i mean like wouldn't be capable yeah. of doing all these things and it's like well fuck you she probably is who's to yeah, say and she, she she can't and she strangled danielle harris I like I was thinking about like that that strangle bit the last scene where like Danielle's like going back and it's just that last little shake like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like it was okay. it was just so much just like, <laughs> it's just okay but there's also I mean I don't know if maybe in 1998 
there wasn't the, <laughs> which I'm sorry, I, I think there probably was. I, it, it, like if you were a coroner and examined this body, you would know <laughs> that the woman was strangled to death and there certainly wouldn't have been that much blood if it was post-mortem cuts. Like it just wouldn't have made any sense. So, I mean, that's yeah, blood, uh, so blood that problems. was through the sheets on the gurney. Still, yes, yeah, still <laughs> wet blood coming through the sheets of the gurney. Like, and this is after she's been laying there all night. Yeah. It would have been coagulated. I was like, and, I was like, like no, a little dramatic, like, huh? <laughs> wouldn't have happened that way. And it certainly wouldn't have been that color. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I also, I wanted to bring up the sound quality. There is some horrible sound in this movie. Like, um, like, like the, the echoes. Yeah. Like when they're sitting there talking about the girl committing suicide, well, <laughs> committing suicide, I say, loosely because she didn't mm-hmm. and it was very obvious that she didn't and it was stupid but <laughs> none of that death made sense um but yeah there was horrible audio for that whole scene because it was like you probably recorded it in that big ass freaking room you didn't have any kind of good microphones to figure that shit out it was just it sounded terrible i was like oh god yeah. what is going on um anyway but well it was probably like when they were because when you play it back like on like when you record with old equipment and play it back with old equipment it's, it sounds better because it's on old equipment but yeah. like once we start getting into like even when we get like hd stuff like we start to see uh shitty things in the background and don't get me wrong it's like this film is 1998 and sure it's 20 years ago um but we've had better executions of uh, of sound design i feel um, like this movie could have been made on an iphone better <laughs> well yeah well well yes john iPhones have uh they, they they can shoot in 4k now yeah they can um and but, i look yeah, forward they were to probably just someday. listening to a lot of uh <laughs> they're probably just listening to a lot of like 90s alternative rock and that's why the 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 audio sounded fine yeah because they were already um, blaring that stuff in the background my next note is the 90s when credit cards open doors uh, <laughs> because that was totally a thing and let me tell you something if you are a real person in real life and you try to use your credit card to open any kind of fucking door it does not work you're just gonna have broken credit cards all the time (laughs) and it's funny because um i feel like friends did this a lot like where they kind of uh what um what do you call that um myth busters like (laughs) because friends did this a lot like with things that you see all the time on television and shows and stuff like that and then they'll do it on their show and it doesn't work like (laughs) because they they did open doors with credit cards just bt dubs on friends they weren't uh, i no. i was saying i've personally done it <laughs> i mean if it's a shitty ass door but certainly not the one that they were unlocking there that's no not something with like a dead <laughs> that was an old ass door and you know for a fact a credit card would not have opened that door not with the antique kind of locks that they would cut on that shit no way john i've locked my keys inside the office at work one too many times and I tell you what, 
I now know how to pop open that door with a spatula. Not like a flimsy spatula, one of those big metal ones that you use for like burgers and shit. Uh, <laughs> but I can pop card. open That's my not a credit office card. door. It's not. It's not because I can't see the little thingy with the credit, like from that side. Mm-hmm. The door jams in the way. But if I was on the other side, little yeah. Ashley used to, used to, used Just to saying. read about urban legends and open Same. doors with credit cards. No, <laughs> no, that not a thing. But yeah, friends did that with a locked door. They they tried to open it with a credit card and it didn't work. And it just breaks. <laughs> and it was funny because Joey's like, yeah, we tried that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work then either. Um, anyway, so <laughs> good times. That was when they were trying to pick open uh, Monica's secret closet, which I fucking loved. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, the credit cards. Uh, so next I want to bring up the custodian because the custodian is um walking about um throughout the movie and he seems creepy kind of like they did with the the other actor where it's like you get this guy that's known for being creepy and you're throwing him in there to kind of throw us off the path of the killer um but this guy the only reason you think he's creepy is because he looks i guess quote unquote creepy but i honestly don't agree i um and i'm probably the only person but i think he's very attractive i love his (laughs) face (laughs) like it was my first thought was like oh that man's very attractive (laughs) is that weird (laughs) i don't know if it's weird then i don't want to be normal (laughs) No, I loved I loved his face. He looks he looks like art. I don't know how to explain that. He just he has a beautiful face, especially when he was and on the stairs. You're talking about the creepy janitor. Yes, yes. That's his that's his credit. I'm pretty sure. Creepy oh, is janitor. it really? I'm pretty sure. It says weird janitor. <laughs> <laughs> weird janitor, um, especially when he was wipe uh, doing the the stairs, like mopping the stairs, which was just <laughs> you could tell he hates his job um but <laughs> yes the camera angles looking down on his face and him looking up and everything i don't know what it was but i just I was like this man is beautiful i i don't understand why we think he's creepy because <laughs> i'll be like i would like to paint your face um oh. anyway i i liked him so um shit are you, are you looking no- for the next death well, what is the next step? Uh, if we stopped at um, Danielle Harris, the next one would be the Dean with uh, the slit. Well, when they, uh, the person, the killer is under the car and they come out and they slice their, uh, the Dean's heels or the, the Achilles tendon. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like one of the yeah. least favorite um, thing, even when in, in Kill Bill when she did it to that dude that totally fucking deserved it it's still fucking horrifying it's like oh, yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> but yes he deserves to die horribly um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like don't stop killing him but gross so there was the, uh, the dean and then and then we get to the party with um, 
Paul's dog, which was awful. Absolutely was awful. That was yeah. Also, when we get to the party, um, Michael Rosenberg is giving his dog, his small dog, a uh, a beer funnel and just pouring beer into the funnel and uh, yelling, "That's my boy! <laughs> That's my asshole. boy!" Yeah. And then his dog uh, dies in a microwave, which was truly fucking disgusting. All right. I would also like to All say right, that Rebecca dog Gayhart. would not have fit in that microwave. It well, no. No. anyway and then yeah and then he uh and then uh michael rosenberg dies with uh they sh- the they shove oh, the, the, um, the funnel down his throat with drano yeah. and pop rocks <laughs> yeah that was not very attractive um no so he dies and then i'm trying then to think we start of... getting to like the we're the starting radio to place, get right because tara reed leaves the party to go like record her radio bit yes and then she dies she gets murdered her her whole death scene and the chasing and her boobs coming out of that top it was lovely i thought she did very well (laughs) it's like this is a very you know um what am i saying like as far as filmmaking and acting goes good job that was, yeah, and that this was, was like right one. after American Pie, right? American Pie was right before this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like her last big movie, her biggest movie. It's it's American Pie and Josie and the Pussycats, right? Oh, I love that movie. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I guess she was in Van Wilder as well. Yes. Well, good for her. Good for her. Uh, <laughs> for Terry. Actually, I was wrong. American Pie is 1999. <clears throat> oh, really? Oh, okay. Wow. Huh. Right on. Well, good for her. Look at her go. No, I thought I thought she it was it was a, oh sorry if that made a noise. I bumped my microphone. Um I yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um very good death scene. Um and I wrote she is fantastic in all caps in my notes. And the only thing I can think of it has to be about Loretta Divine. And well, yes. I can't remember why I wrote that. I mean, I, I love her. So whenever she was on the screen, I loved it. But this is, well, Loretta Devine was listening to the radio show when she was on her way to go help Tara Reed. Yes. And then at this point in time, well, Jared no. Leto and Alicia something... Witt are, have also come to conclusions of something. Yeah. And there was something else that happened that caused, because there was a reason... Loretta Devine left her security office for something, and I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. And she remember because and she was trying to call the dean to tell him something, and and she turned on the radio and heard Terry. So that's when she went to go to the station. But I cannot remember what it was, but something about all of that. I was just like, I fucking love her. <laughs> I just love her character so much. I was like, <laughs> I just, I want her in my life as a security guard uh, <laughs> or whatever she was. I don't remember. Because... Maybe it was when um... she did something oh, fantastic. It was just lovely. I think she realized uh, Dean was dead. 
Was that his name? Yeah. Uh, Joshua Johnson. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> I'm really bad at names, but um, you're really not good at that one. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, you should hear me at work. I'm the worst. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I truly don't remember. I just remember the other two realized that Dean was the sole survivor of the um, the massacre that was on campus. Yes. That was event- eventually covered up. And, yeah, the Dean covered uh, up the and massacre then- and the, the Robert England, or Ro- Robert? Richard? Robert? Robert. Robert England was the sole survivor of that massacre which we forgot to mention at the beginning of the the movie like there was a it was going to be the anniversary that's what the party was for it was the anniversary of this horrible like horrible serial murder situation that happened in one of the um campus dorms that is now not it's like all boarded up and creepy since what 1960 something like seems a little something little much <laughs> you it up and reuse it i mean come on this is and seriously in 2021 that shit no even even the 90s no i'm sorry they would have totally reused that building there's no way that they would have kept that thing boarded up for that long that's fucking stupid um it is it is a little bit but yeah whatever. yeah so <clears throat> they thought it was robert england um killing people and then Alicia Witt is like, wait a minute, it's Jared Leto, that sick fucker. And then like she goes after her friend Tara Reed. And then suddenly she's being attacked and she can't trust anybody. <laughs> and she's just in a circle. But it turns out the killer is the person that she thought was a dear friend of hers the whole time. Rebecca Gayhart, who I had this absurd like plot the the twist of it was that she's the girlfriend of someone that alicia witt had um killed through poor poor actions yeah they uh we didn't get into that the car flashing thing it it was the dumbest (laughs) dumbest backstory flashback i have ever seen in a movie yes which is probably why we didn't bring it up um it was fucking <laughs> dumb it was like her and the girl that got decapitated at the very beginning of the movie uh mm-hmm. we're driving around and they said the first person that flashes their nights at us and we will torture them and chase after them yeah, so somebody chase after did them it flash their lights back yeah. yeah and um they did this and of course the guy lost control of the car and crashed and died and Rebecca Gayhart turns out to have been her his girlfriend and fiance. Like, he proposed oh, to her sorry, that fiance. night. Oh yeah, he, he just didn't mm-hmm. have enough money for a ring. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so he gave her a necklace or some bullshit, which she ripped yeah. off her neck. Which I was like, if you loved it so much and kept it this whole time, why would you rip it off your neck? You fucking idiot. Anyway, not yeah. the point. So um, <laughs> <laughs> she has what we call female hysteria. Uh, 
<laughs> how perfect how perfect though because rebecca gayhart's character like once it's revealed that she's the killer her eyes get unbelievably wider like she's already okay. got big eyes and she just like cranks them open and i love the unravel of her i how have she's to just say like more erratic with like as it goes i'm like what a delight i, I agree with you 100 <laughs> percent this is probably my favorite part of the whole movie was yes. her entire crazy fucking she did a fan fucking tacit job in this scene where <laughs> she just revealed all the shit and this is why i say she, she kind of reminds me of michelle pfeiffer because this is very michelle pfeiffer catwoman like just yes lost it completely and she wants revenge of some sort and it just it worked beautifully like i'm not joking about it i'm not being like i'm not being a, what do you call it a dick um i honestly do think she did a fantastic job in this I, I was impressed by this and this is why i was like what else has she done because after that kind of performance how did she not get better jobs <laughs> <laughs> because i really do think she was fantastic like that was really good i i agree that's my favorite part of the movie is when she's just like hats off kids <laughs> yeah and i will also i'll say one other thing and i'm gonna uh, i didn't really necessarily want to bring this up because i don't know how i feel about it i would like to say ahead of time that i love alicia witt i love her I always have. I loved her on Sybil when she played Sybil's daughter. Love this person uh, just so much. I, I've watched everything she did back in the day because of being on Sybil and loving her. But she is not the best. <laughs> um. And her performance in this is kind of like, uh, it's, I don't know. Stiff? Yeah, it's like, whenever she starts crying about something, it's like, oh girl, I don't believe you at all. This is just not good. Like yeah. she did, uh, she did have a good cry with Jared Leto at one point. And I was like, oh, okay, that, that one's pretty good. But it's just something about her acting is just, it's so wooden and but she's yeah. always kind of been like that and i don't i don't want to necessarily say that she's bad as an actress but she's just i don't know there's something weird about it well and, do you there she plays something because i was thinking about that too i was thinking about one of the other places i know her from which was cecil be demented oh she was great that. in that yeah right like she was like the exact opposite yeah <laughs> she she was the the one with the, the screws few loose i mean everybody was but like i feel like somebody like alicia, alicia witt is a lot like somebody like uh madonna another person that is better with better direction is better with better directing like and I, i'm not joking like I, I like i don't think these people are necessarily bad at acting i think if you're not being directed well which is probably why the scene with jared leto worked the way that it did and it looked more like believable probably because she's bouncing off of a person that's a very good actor he's very good right and 
probably the best one in this movie other than um uh Loretta Divine. Well, oh she's Robert fantastic. England. Oh, he's good. Well, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> as far as the kids go, I think Oh, Joshua Jackson. Girl, ew. Um, he's one note. One note. Sorry, Joshua, if you're listening. Um <laughs> because you know he's a regular listener um yeah he writes in all the time yeah he writes in all the time he's always suggesting his own movies um do you two the mighty ducks like no like buddy we'll get to it when we get to it (laughs) 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 rebecca rebecca gayhart other than her i think i think jared's probably the strongest actor of the young people also can we bring up the fact that rebecca gayhart does not look normal in the poster at all (laughs) by by whatever do you mean by whatever do i mean she looks like she'd be black and i I don't know and for some reason every time i go to watch this movie i assume that there's going to be a black character as one of the friends and i think it's because the poster she looks the poster's funny it's like it's like a weird sepia situation on everybody like every everyone has the it's same like yeah. same exact skin color um but like like her and michael rosenbaum look like rosenbaum looks like uh ryan philippi in uh yeah, cool he intentions does. yeah he does. <laughs> it looks like the cool intentions poster yeah and jared uh, looks actually more like he does when he gets older on the poster <laughs> yes not so much like he does in this movie um i'm looking at it now that's what's sitting in front of me um <laughs> yeah she does not look like herself in this poster at all is that weird that i think that i don't know no because i think about it about rosenbaum rosenbaum no rosenbaum rosenbaum Rosenbaum. yeah you're right yeah rosenbaum (laughs) yeah anyway uh moving on but it's also very much like 90 slasher posters all look like this oh god i hate it they're all (laughs) i love it i love it just put Final Destination, Ugly, Scream. I Ugly. know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. No, <laughs> that one of those had Brandy in it, right? Brandy was in. The second one did. Thank you. With the shoes, okay. the shoes in the dryer. <laughs> Maybe that's why I think her. <laughs> she should be in this. Uh, she should have been in this. It probably would have been better. Um, no. <laughs> uh, she should have been the lead. Ooh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Sorry, Alicia. sometimes. <laughs> um, love you. Should have had a better director. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so Loretta Devine, super fantastic. Um, now, there's a bunch of things that happen at the end here that just piss me the fuck off. So, uh, first of all, she's going through the house and finding all because they're they're in the dorm that's been boarded up since the '60s, which again, stupid right um but now she's coming across all the dead bodies all of them just like a super haunted house on haunted hill that's um, where she's storing them vincent price situation like she's just yeah. happening upon all the dead bodies and <laughs> the, the it one is very vincent price it's, isn't it? it is, it's so stupid <laughs> <laughs> just, ah, ah, 
It's like you're just opening closets and bodies are falling out. <laughs> left and fucking right. And why are you doing it? You continue to find bodies. So stop looking at things. <laughs> it's like I know you have to because the audience needs to see all the dead bodies. Now, the one dead body that really pissed me off in this whole sequence was Joshua Jackson. And the reason I say that is because that dude looked either alive or super freshly dead. And there's no way, cause he's been gone for like at least what, two or three days at this point. He's been oh, at least, yeah. At the very least two or three days. I don't know exactly the timeline, but it's not, it hasn't been like hours <laughs> since he died. <laughs> it's been like days. That dude would have been half rotted by now. There's no way he would have looked like that. And that's why, and I wondered if maybe they did that on purpose to tease the audience further because maybe he's still alive. Maybe he's the killer and he's hanging there as a joke until he reveals that, oh my God, it was me. Ha ha. Like, he was like, LOL, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. I'm the killer. Um, and I honestly kind of thought that when I watched it, I was like, oh, maybe he is the killer. He was joking the whole time. Like with the, like the guy said, he had a dummy of himself and he would use it. And I was like, maybe he did. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> so there's that. Then we're going to get more problematic things here. Um, then we've got Loretta Devine shows up to try to save the day. And mm-hmm. she's doing pretty good. But yeah. fucking... Rebecca Gayhart has an extra weapon of some sort that like you have your hands spread and then all of a sudden right in front of her face she flicks up a sharp a switchblade or whatever and I was like okay so why why did nobody notice her hand moving <laughs> away from the wall switchblades <laughs> like, are that fast get your hand back on the wall bitch like, I don't understand why. Oh my God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So then she slashes poor, lovely Loretta Divine. I hate the fucking shit. Like, don't, don't mess with her because I love her. Anyway, and then, <laughs> then what is the sequence? A gun flies. A gun flies across the room, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Loretta's gun. It moves. Alicia picks that up, right? No. Who does it? I don't know. It's confusing. Doesn't, isn't it her? Well, Alicia does pick one up at some point. But... Alicia picks up the gun after Loretta Loretta fires the gun at Rebecca Gayhart. Like she comes up off the ground, she shoots Rebecca, and she falls back down. And then Rebecca's like, woo. And uh, Alicia's like, oh no. And she picks up the gun and fires. Uh, but uh, Loretta one last gets shot. shot at some point. Yes. And that's where it gets confusing because where are all the guns coming from? <laughs> because, because there's at the end of the scene. I thought it the was scene, the same gun. No, there's two guns at the end of the scene. There's a silver one and there's like a little revolver looking one that. Uh, Rebecca well Loretta had the silver one the silver one flew Alicia Witt got that one at some point but Loretta was shot by Gayheart at some point but then that gun 
I don't know what happens to that gun. Something happens to that gun. And then Alicia's like, you know, going to shoot her. She's like, you wouldn't shoot your friend, would you? And I'm like, Fuck yes, I would. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Um, and I, I just say that right now. Like, if you're shooting, especially fantastic security officers, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, stop doing that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, and you killed tons of people. Of course, I'm going to shoot you, you fucking idiot. Do you really think I'm going to sympathize with your stupid ass? No, absolutely not. Try. You're going to be shot. She falls out the window. Um, so besides the gun situation, which I still don't quite understand, I don't feel like going back and watching it to find out um, <laughs> at all. Please, God, no. Um, <laughs> there are so many issues with this part of the movie. I can't even explain how stupid all of this is. And I'm going to walk you through it. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so Loretta is sitting there bleeding. She's been shot. She's been sliced. Okay. She's still breathing. And Jared Leto and Alicia are like, okay, bye girl. And run out the building. <laughs> run out the building. They run out of the building. One of them should have gone to call the police or get help of some sort for Loretta. The other should have stayed there and applied pressure to that motherfucking bullet wound. Are you fucking kidding me right now that you guys just left her there sitting on the fucking floor? You guys are horrifying bitches that you would even do that. What in the fuck is wrong with them? What is wrong with them? So besides that, (laughs) there's that problem. Then we're going to go to problem number two, which is all of a sudden they're in a car speeding towards who knows what. I don't know. Getting away from nothing at this point, because did you guys go outside and make sure that your friend that was killing everybody was dead on the ground? (laughs) Because that's what I would have done. Besides the fact that I would have stayed and made sure that Loretta was still alive and wait for the paramedics to show up. But I definitely would have gone to check and see that that bitch was fucking dead and on the ground and to make sure to flag down one of the people to grab the dead body off the ground. Um, so there's that. And <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even think to check the back seat of this car after this whole movie's telling you to do that kind of thing that you didn't do it. And you're speeding right. away for no reason. None of this makes sense. None of this. None of, I can't believe that, <laughs> that when these people were reading the script, they didn't say, shouldn't we stay with Loretta and make sure she's okay? I mean, is that something? Did anybody bring that up on the set? And then when they were actually filming it, did they not think, this doesn't seem right? Like, why would we do this? Where are we going? It doesn't make any sense. We're not injured. None of us had an injury. Loretta did. Loretta had an injury. She had two. She had a bullet hole and she had a fucking slashing. You guys are perfectly fine. Nothing happened to you. Except for Alicia got punched in the face and was somehow knocked out for a while and came to on the bed. Like, none of that made sense either. Anyway. (sighs) I'm sorry, but this thing pisses me off so bad. I'm I'm so excited to get to the rating portion. Oh God, don't even. So, um, so I wrote in big letters. They fucking left her, <laughs> and course. then I wrote "idiots" in all caps 
and very large. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. Um, oh, well, I don't know. How does the movie end? Because I kind of just... Well, it, I feel like ends... I was punched in the face like Alicia and just passed out. And I just didn't. <laughs> it, um, it, it kind of like fades out from like Alicia and Leto and um, Loretta. And we come back to another um, in the same uh, coffee shop as we did in the beginning oh, yes. with oh, someone telling that story. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. So hold on. Before you say that. She comes up out of the back seat. She's mm-hmm. going to chop their heads off or whatever. And mm-hmm. they get into a tussle. He crashes on the side of a bridge and she flies out the window into the pond or a water or river, whatever it is. Right. Now, I have a couple problems with this. <laughs> As you know, I'm going to have them. Um, this is one of those bridges where it's both ways, but it's only large enough for one vehicle at a time. So if you were coming on one side of it, you'd have to wait for the person coming across it, or you'd have to flash lights, or, which by the way, don't flash your lights because they're going to probably murder you in this place. But uh, <laughs> you'd have to indicate that somebody's going to have to go before you go. Uh, I don't like those bridges. There's a lot of them up in New England try to avoid them covered bridges kind of the same there's not room for two cars so it's one or the other like in beetlejuice like if there was yes. a car coming the opposite direction they'd have to wait for somebody it's horrifying i hate it um <laughs> hopefully it's not too long where you can't see the other side um anyway so and i'm thinking like emergency people are on their way to help loretta again now you're just blocking the thing because you've crashed into the bridge and maybe killed the killer. I don't know. Nobody went down there to make, if she had been face down, I would have been like, oh, cool. She's drowning. She'll gulp up some water and die, hopefully. But she's right. on her back floating down the river. And I'm like, um, she's still probably not dead, you dumbass idiots. Did nobody go to look for her and make sure she was dead? I would have shot her from there many times i would have shot her i would have shot her outside the 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 building i mean already tons of gunfire you've already shot her once just go out there and plug her in the head make sure it's done nobody listens to anything kill the person they are murder horrible people put a bullet <laughs> in their head I mean, always do a headshot. sometimes sometimes you ain't always. thinking right oh let me tell you something if there's a any kind of situation like any of these movies that we watch all the time for this podcast and i have a gun in my hand and there is a killer and there's like there first of all there's no hesitation i'm not going to be one of those people oh gosh i don't know if i can shoot the gun no i'm going to fucking kill the killer and i'm going to aim at the fucking head and if it doesn't hit him in the head the first time i'm going to go over to them and make sure it happens because I'm not having them pop up and try to murder me. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm very animated about this, but I feel very <laughs> strongly about the situation. I don't understand why yeah. this keeps happening. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so but now go yeah, on so, with your thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Rebecca Gayhart is presumed dead. They don't know, but presumed dead. And uh, Yeah. And so then we cut to the coffee shop and we have someone telling us um the story 
of the urban legend, like the story that we just watched. He's retelling it as like an urban legend to um, a group of his peers. And as it pans through of him, like, it's totally true. It's just really like you just happen to like a friend or a friend or whatever. Um, he's like, nobody believes me. And then as it pans through the friends, the last friend we see is Rebecca Gayhart with like a different hairstyle. <laughs> um, he's like, no, I believe you, but it actually happened like this. And then it's her tell- telling the new story. And then we get to them credits. What would you rate this movie, John? I'm mad that I even have to give it anything. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe for Loretta Divine, <laughs> I'll give this movie two toes. Rad. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Please tell me that you are kidding. That is a joke. It's a, it's more like a, like a three or a four. I did have a lot of fun with it, like in my youth, but it definitely wasn't like a formulative, um, a formulating film. You know what I mean? This is one of those where, you know, we, we constantly as Americans love to remake shit (laughs) that, you know, sometimes doesn't need to be remade. Um, I beg somebody to do a better version of this because I feel like writing has come a long way. (laughs) People (laughs) actually think about logic nowadays when Mm -hmm. they write things. So can we please do this and make it logical? (laughs) Like, I don't need any of this bullshit that happens in this fucking movie, especially at the end leaving Loretta to die, maybe bleeding to death from her multiple wounds, you assholes. How horrifying. I still can't get, I'll never get over it. I will always be angry that they did that. What would you, uh, what would you recommend? Anything other than this. Oh, right on. Heard. (laughs) Any other movie (laughs) except for Scarface. Uh, I'd even recommend Cruel Intentions over this, and I hate that movie. Oh, um, it's kind of uh, rough. Yeah, I, I would say uh, I know what you did last summer or, you know, or Final Destination. If you want to torture yourself further, then by oh, one hundred percent, John. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, no, I. <sighs> I don't. Any other movie. Anyhow, in fact, oh, go watch Cecil be demented. Then you can well, see Alicia would having a lovely romp. It's a solid <laughs> good. one. Good movie. Yeah, except for the whole jingle balls thing. But the jingle. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was Alicia Witt, right? She was the one who was like talking about how um, she she was fucked under the Christmas tree by her siblings, and they yes, chanted jingle balls, jingle balls. I don't remember. That that. I have to watch that. Yeah, again. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> it was a that. it was a rough it was a rough little little monologue she had. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll have to rewatch it. I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, I love that for whatever love... reason it scarred me. Um... <laughs> Obviously, didn't even notice it. So <laughs> I probably just brushed past. I'm like, that's weird. Whatever. Goodbye. Uh... <laughs> 
Uh, I love Cecil B. Demented. We'll have to do that as a movie sometime. Yeah. Have we have we done a John Waters yet? I can't remember. Did we do a hairspray? Did we? No, probably. I don't think we did. I don't think we've done a Waters. I keep meaning to do a Waters. I don't know why we haven't. Yeah. Well, let's get on uh, that. Yeah, we'll and uh, and if you footsies have any uh, recommendations or suggestions or anything, you can always email us at onefootpodcast at gmail.com or engage with us on social media, which is also One Foot Podcast, or if you're on Facebook, One Foot on the Ground. Absolutely. And um, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you use, because I know people use different ones. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, do all that stuff and interact with us as much as you can. Tell us how we're doing. If you don't like it, well, you know, yeah. (laughs) Tell me. Tell Ashley directly (laughs) if you don't like it. Um, don't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, join us next week when we do more, uh, Terror Tuesday, uh, for October and, um, we'll see you then or hear you then or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Bye. <laughs>